and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, good eve. Good eve, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> Huzzah to you, Sydney. What? Oh, well, welcome to this fine podcast. Let the podcast begin. Is this what happens when we record after sundown? <laughs> I don't know. It felt very weird. It was the we first time we've been here. 2 o'clock. It's middle of the day. We're all awake, all feeling good. Now it's 8.30 and none of us know how to form sentences. <laughs> Just I felt like it needed to be a little formal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all for joining me on this fine, almost fall evening. It's fall, Sydney. It's not fall. It's fall. Do you see the leaves on the ground? That means the leaves have fallen. It is fall. It's 90, you, it's 90 degrees outside. It's fall. I do not believe you have leaves on the ground. We, we don't do. have leaves up on the ground. No, we do have leaves on the ground. We do have leaves on the ground. That is do, you know, oh, man. do you know why I know that? Because, because you've been, you've been outside. outside. <laughs> because I've been... It rained the other day, and I had to worry about driving on the wet leaves this is this is riley cleverly backing her way i got my driver's <laughs> license she just parallel parked into that comment <laughs> <laughs> the only only parallel parking i can do successfully congratulations riley thanks so got it second time's the charm for for two-thirds of the small sisters it seems yes well, if it makes you feel any better, I no longer have a license. So, look at that. <laughs> one day, does... you might have to take that test again, and then who's going to be the one helping you? It's going to be me. I know. I know. That's true. That's all, all comes back around. Riley, where was the first place you drove? Um, you know, you all drove to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I drove to El Ranchito. Yes, and not only that, Riley drove to El Ranchito to fetch food, to fetch lunch for myself, as well as Rachel and Teresa. Yep. How nice was that? I did it. And she fla- flew and flied and bide. Flew and bought. Doesn't rhyme anymore. Fla- flot and What are you trying <laughs> to say? You fly all by, except I flot and bought. You flot and bought. <laughs> she both flot and bought. And it was delightful. It was. It was Thank delicious. So, mm. so, we're, so Riley's in a good mood. Which which is rough in the teenage years. Well, I mean, I'm only, good mood, I'm, only, I'm only kind of in a good mood <laughs> because I'm also very stressed out because not only is it 830 at night, which means we're all tired. It's 830 at night, which means we're all tired. Also, I still have a lot of homework to do. So I, I, I don't know if I would qualify myself as tired right now. I, I work at a bar. So when we record at one, I'm waking up early for that. This is actually prime Taylor time. Yeah, I usually <laughs> say, speak for yourself. I usually go to bed at, at 1130 and wake up at six. So when, and when you say go to bed at 1130, what you really mean is I retire to my boudoir at 1130 so I can commence with the Netflix viewing for the next three hours. I wish I could say that. I wish I could watch some Netflix. I never have time to anymore. Life is so hard. Sydney, it is. <laughs> well, surely you have time for some fun activities, like hobbies, say, in between there. Is that your lead-in? Uh, did you like that? Sydney, you should hear the one of us that can do transitions. I, I think, Sydney, you hit a cone on that one. <laughs> 
mean, I did that transition into driving really well. Taylor made that really funny joke about parallel parking right into that comment. You just, what happened to you? After sundown, the roles reverse. <laughs> I was caring for another human life all day. I was too. It was mine. Yeah, I was caring for my life all day. Okay. And the cat. Also another one. I drove I drove myself to the mall today and bought myself some clothes and the new Harry Potter book and some makeup and Starbucks. I I played with Charlie with silly string. Uh, I bought a can for her thinking she is going to love this. I am going to be the best mom in the world. It's going to make such a mess. I took her outside. I was going to decorate her playhouse, her little playhouse with it. Mm -hmm. And it's outside. And I thought, this is, I win the mom game. She hated it because it was messy and then made me clean it all off of her playhouse while she got very upset. Went, get it off. Get it off. It's my kind of baby. She didn't like messes. I gotta say, I've never known a small child to be so concerned with the cleanliness of her hands. She does <laughs> love washing Charlie's her hands. main concern. My hands! She will, My hands are sticky! She'll actually get them dirty so that she'll have to clean them again. She, When we take her anywhere in the car, she'll walk directly to the car and put both hands on the tire. Like, instantly. And then turn around and her hands are black and go, My hands! My favorite <laughs> is when she squirted soap on her hands. Like liquid soap, and then said, "My hands are dirty. I must wash them." <laughs> so, Riley, are you? Do, do you have time to do anything for fun? Do, what do you, What do you kids do in these days for uh, fun? If I if I have time, usually Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, I don't have time to do anything for fun. Uh, Friday after school and Saturday and Sunday, sometimes I do, and if I do, I do a lot of fun things. Oh well, a lot you, of fun. That's things. all you get. Doing That's a lot it. of fun things. So nowadays, kids are doing a lot of fun things. Back in our day, you did a lot of not fun things. Not, not fun things, Ted. Hey, we, we did fun things. I don't think they would qualify as fun things by today's standards. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a limited technology available at the time. We, we made do. We, I, that, <laughs> we played with sand. We did. We did play with sand. There were so we thought we would talk a little bit about. There were a lot of like hobbies and like crafty kind of things. I think our that, audience knew that by your amazing transition. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You need to. You need to practice when you say things like that. Going, like that a little more. Okay. Yeah. And I'm rolling your eyes. They can't. They can't see it, but they can hear you rolling them. Asterix, eye roll, asterisk. Oh, is that the thing now? Yeah, like when you're like texting, you put an asterisk, and then you type like eye roll, and then it does it. Asterisk. Like well, no, it doesn't do it, but they just assume <laughs> that means action instead of quote. Oh, I didn't know that. Asterisk means that, that action. That means an action. That means you did that. Quotes thing. mean quote. <laughs> but you don't have a way to replicate that in the real world, right? <laughs> Unless you kind of like make your hands like little stars, you know, like this. Like jazz hands. Like jazz hands? Jazz hands, and jazz like, hands. <laughs> eye roll, eye roll, eye roll, eye roll. If you're doing like an eye roll, you could like put them next to your eyes and kind of like go like this, so like little asterisks, and like roll your eyes like. Is that a thing people do? No, I just made that okay. up. Okay. You, you asked me if there's any way to do it. You a little like you were having a seizure. <laughs> like, Riley's doing jazz hands next to her face and rolling her eyes a lot. <laughs> Well, we used to do fun things, as as Taylor mentioned. One was uh, playing in sand. There were lots of sand-based artsy projects. It was a weird focus, really, in the 90s, that the sand 
with art equals fun. Like you put in little bottles, like bottles perhaps shaped like a fish in layered colored formation. You put it on stickers to make the stickers covered in sand and make a picture out of them. There was uh, there was the I remember the art one where you would like peel off one like sticky area and then dump one certain color of sand on that area and mm-hmm. then you'd peel off a different sticky area to dump a different color of sand and then when you were done with the whole thing you had this picture made out of sand all different kind of like a paint by number except it was like a sand by number Mm-mm. kind of thing uh, <laughs> doesn't this sound so much better than your your instagrams and your snapchats <laughs> as taylor says your insta boobs and your snoopchats <laughs> I, I I remember making one. I don't know if you remember this one, Tay. I kept it forever, so you might. Which was like a sunset, like an old west sunset <laughs> thing. And I was like, "This is really beautiful. Look at this." Speaks to me. This one really. It's really. I mean, How it was old all are like you? Pinks and oranges, and I. I don't know. I was a teenager. I was like, like 13, I mean, teenager is a lot of years. Like 13, 18? Yeah, like thirteen, fourteen. These were nineteen. Younger teen years. No, not by nineteen. Thirteen. Mm. No, but yeah, yeah, younger teen years. I was, I would make those. I, but I remember that one I kept forever because I was like, "This is really beautiful. I need to hang this on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I need it framed. I need to mat this and frame it because it's too beautiful to let it go." Well, we also had squand, which was I, I don't know, like where that word came from. Was it like squishable sand? Yeah, squishy sand. Squ- sculptable sand, maybe. Squishum blaster sand. In the nineties, you just combined words together to make new cool new words. From, yeah. from what did you do with squand? I don't remember. Well, so it it was only magical underwater. So you'd have to get like a fish tank or a bowl, and then you would put the it would, like it would come out. It would dry, dry sand, and you'd put it in the water. And it must have had some sort of like waterproof coating on it, so you could sculpt it underwater. You could build beautiful castles Kinetic that. sand. <laughs> is what? Did you say like sand? Kinetic sand. Oh, I thought you said like sand. <laughs> kinetic. Sand. So you mean sand? No, no, different. What is kinetic sand? I remember playing with kinetic sand uh, at me and Pop's house, where you'd like get the different colors, and it come with little squirsh squirsh bottles, like like that you put this your ketchup the same and mustard idea. in. This is the mm-hmm. same. So then yep, like, you could yep. pour the dry powder in there, and then you would stick it underwater, and you could squirt it into like whatever shapes you wanted. Sure. And yeah. like a little castle, like it came with like a fish bowl, I think mine did, or a fish tank. You could like squirt it into a castle and then you could scoop it out and it'll be dry. These things were very messy. Well, I mean, if you were good at it, no. Maybe you're just really bad at it. You were like a baby. I mean, yeah, maybe I was just really good at it. Maybe that's like my secret talent. I remember that even when you had it, Tay, it being very messy. Well, one, you would mix the colors under the water, and that would be great, but you couldn't separate them again. <laughs> it became dry sand as soon as you took it out of the water. Like, that was it. It was kind of a one-time-use toy. And then then did you try to separate it? May Probably, yes. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, that scene, like, in the Batman movie, like, the old, old-school Batman movie when all the world leaders get all mixed up. Do you remember that? <laughs> And they're all turned, oh they're all like they're all like dehydrated into a powder form of themselves and then they all get mixed up and they try to separate them but Batman doesn't do it successfully. So and then they try to leave inconspicuously down the side of a building in broad daylight. Yes. <laughs> this is the best Batman movie. Come Robin, let us leave inconspicuously. 
You haven't seen it? No. Okay, we'll fix that. <laughs> and then he says something like reflective, like, maybe this is for the better. Yeah, because now they all, like, they speak different languages and because they, they each have a little bit of each other inside them. So uh-huh. now they'll all communicate better. Think, How touching. Think about it. Okay, think about it. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Deep. But there, there were a lot of, like, crafty things like that. Like, I had a plastic box that I... I mean, I took to every like slumber party. That sounds party. so fun. A plastic box. I, I just had this plastic box. It had my dreams and hopes. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> inside it. Everything that I hope to accomplish. No, it, it was, it had a ton of little compartments in it. And I would put all these different colors of like embroidery thread in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was my favorite thing was to like go to whatever crafting store and buy just tons of these different colors and then fill all these little wells with all these different colors. Like, and I would do it in a rainbow pattern. So rainbow medical order. Yes. Rainbow medical order. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would Roy G. Biv that box. And then, uh, then I had like all, and like little connectors and things to go with it. So I could make friendship bracelets and necklaces and this was also the same box i used when i would like do hair wraps for people which we've talked about before um and i would take that everywhere with me Hmm. i thought it made me very popular did it now well i was never very popular so so (laughs) we see how well that worked no it did not work see I, i had a similar box but mine was full of beads and like jewelry making pieces I don't know if that was a slight generational thing or just a choice, you know? Were you a bead girl or a string girl? I don't know. It's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. I don't, beads are a little flashier, so are you like a flashier, you know, girl than me, do you think? I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. And you did. I remember you making all kinds of jewelry. And, it, it, and like, it was a fun thing to go buy and collect, and then you'd show them to your friends and, like... Mm. You'd have like there were all kinds of different threads that I didn't know about that I'd see people would have. But you know the 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 big one was hemp. Yes, yes. Eventually, my little plastic box got overrun by hemp. Hmm. Hmm. Do you know what hemp is? Yes. Okay. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Hemp is not. Hemp is, hemp is legal. It's like part of the, I mean, it, is, it is part of the, the marijuana plant. But Just it, say no to hemp. It is not drugs. I'm really proud of myself for that goof. <laughs> That's how it's right up. Like, it's a goof. I know that they're not drugs. Yeah. No, it was a goof. Hemp is like that material stuff that's like kind of beige, but kind of scratchy. Like, it's kind of uncomfortable if you were to wear it ever. I, I, I take it from that comment that hemp is not popular anymore. No. Nobody wears, like, hemp necklaces or chokers. No. (laughs) But, you know, with as much as the 90s are back and, like, chokers are back and, you know, like, flannel and Doc Bartons, you could could jump that that trend, Riley. You could get right on that hemp train and be the cool kid with the hemp choker with the FEMO beads. And, yeah, get ahead. You said uh, chokers and flannels and Doc Bartons, and it kind of creeped me out for a second because today for school I wore a flannel and Doc Martens and a choker. And I thought maybe you were you were watching me. You just need hemp. Where? It, it, everywhere. Usually everywhere. <laughs> usually chokers. Usually they were hemp chokers. And the best part about your hemp choker is that 
when they first started selling them, because eventually they were everywhere. They were crazy popular. And you could make them yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we, you know, using, like, the same techniques, making friendship bracelets and stuff, you just made it out of hemp. But to buy them or to buy your hemp, at first, you had to go to, like, some of the, like, head shops and stuff. <laughs> some of the, like, hip, like, the hippie yeah. shops. Because I remember there was one in particular that sold, like, a lot of, like, pipes that are only supposed to be used for tobacco and also like a lot of hippie clothes and you know incense and that kind of stuff and so your hemp would always kind of reek of patchouli (laughs) 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 always like you had this choker that always had that really heavy like where you been shopping smell to it (laughs) but they also always like you know you hemp chokers were cool until you wore them through one particularly sweaty gym class and then you got the rash (laughs) very uncomfortable rash and they would like accumulate like oil and stuff from your skin so they would get they'd get kind of heinous that's gross but that was the trade-off when they were clean they they uh, they were you know like painful and then once they got nice and dirty and had that oil build up then they then they were comfortable to wear so you were looking for that you were working towards that (laughs) and you would always want beads on your like you could just wear a plain hip choker but they were a little cooler if you just had like one single bead right in the middle Mm-hmm. Like I remember, my favorite had just like this, like rose on it, right in the middle, and it was all you know fan- <laughs> fancy twisty things. There, you know. It sounds so cool. I thought it was the coolest. You yeah. still think it was the coolest? You miss it? I would okay. wear it if I had it. I know you would. I would definitely wear it. <laughs> um, but making those, making those, made you incredibly cool. So I, I yeah. quickly, like as I got older, that was like transitioning into my older teen years. Like mm-hmm. when I was around your age, I was definitely making hemp chokers 100 percent making hemp chokers yeah uh i used to have actually that embroidery thread stuff that you were talking about i Mm -hmm. used to have some of that would make friendship bracelets and things like that but that was more when i was like little like elementary school age i would bring it in indoor recess like whenever it was like snowy outside (laughs) i would break out my little plastic box and make friendship bracelets Aww. But um, but now it's more uh, Pinterest DIYs and YouTube DIYs and tutorials. Can, can you help me with something? Yes. Pinterest. Do you not know what it is? Well, I'm I'm a I'm vaguely aware of its existence now. Like I I mean I'm aware of its existence. I kind of understand the concept. Uh-huh. Before we did this, I was actually trying to look for like what were some other things. Just you know like researching like some stuff from the 90s. What yeah. have I forgotten and that kind of thing. And I stumbled across somebody had made like a Pinterest board about this. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to interact with this thing. Okay. I could not look at it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what to. Uh, was, were there uh, were there aspects that you click on? Or like there were like lists. I don't. I okay. didn't know how to use it. So you know, you know, you know what Instagram is. Yeah, it's you just can only pictures. post pictures. Okay. And I click the heart whenever you post one. Thank you, Sid. Wink. Uh, <laughs> well, you can put Pinterest is purely pictures as well, but the picture can either be a tutorial pictures like a series of boxes that have different steps in them mm-hmm. that are images of how to do something. So like say okay. Around fall time, I get on Pinterest more than usual because I need to make my fall decorations for my room because fall is the best time of the year. And now that it's September, it's time to start doing that again. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> Halloween is right around the corner. Everybody. You're going to be a um, great grandma someday, but uh, please continue. <laughs> Halloween is right around the corner, everybody. So I need to start on my Halloween and fall decorations, and I like making them myself. So I get on Pinterest, and I search <laughs> up Halloween room decorations. Okay, stay with me. Uh-huh. Um, search- Halloween room decorations, you've searched this on the Pinterest. Okay. And then it'll come with a bunch of pictures. Most of them will be a series of images step by step. 
Mm-hmm. And if you need further explanation or like you want to see the website where it came from, it's like Instagram if every picture were a link. So you can click on the picture and it takes you to the website where it originated from, which okay. could maybe be like more pictures of like different ones because some of the pins on Pinterest are just like a single picture, no mm-hmm. explanation. So then maybe if you click on the picture, it'll bring you to the website where it shows you instructions or so okay. things like that. So it's basically where you go if you want to learn how to like, they have like cooking tutorials on there like how to make certain foods how to make like Like clothes out of other things how to make like projects for your room or your house or whatever okay like like those videos that are always on facebook that i can't help myself from watching right where people make food yeah okay yeah but like why okay so when you're putting it all on your pinterest board is it for you or is it for other people um other people can look at it you can't make private boards like if there are things that like are specifically related to you and you don't mm-hmm. like maybe you don't want other people seeing them or like this is just about something i'm interested in. i don't want other people i don't think other people will be into this or just something you just want to see you can make private boards is or you want to these things too you want to keep your room decorations super secret yeah. so you can surprise everybody <laughs> Or you is can this, like is this make like your a dream board or like you can a, make like your like your public boards like if you want to organize it's mostly the different boards are for organizing all of your different pins so like maybe throughout the course of the year like uh, springtime you're looking at like cleaning things and like organizing things for your house right summertime is you're that looking a thing at, you do no but how I'm, old are you no but i'm trying to come up with like things for <laughs> things that go with each season so uh-huh. like summertime you're looking at like summer clothing or like you know cleaning out your closet i don't know fall fall decorations halloween costumes halloween makeup whatever okay winter christmas and then you like organize them all into that how long do you spend making the board versus how long you spend well the doing board the things on the <laughs> oh. utilizing said pins um the the worst and best thing about pinterest is that none of the things you ever see on there ever work the way that they do in the pictures hence pinterest fails yeah that's yes. why i love looking at pinterest fails and i love watching man versus pin on youtube because it's a guide trying to recreate pins he sees on Pinterest just following the pictures. Oh, I bet I would like that. I've never heard of it's that. It's so funny and it's so good and uh, it is very entertaining. Do I have to subscribe to that to watch it? No. Okay. Do you still not know how YouTube works? No, I don't, I'm don't. i not a member. I can't subscribe to things. Uh, no, but you can you still can watch still them. them. <laughs> you can. You can search literally anything on YouTube and watch anything Come that's on. on there. I know that's it. <laughs> I just don't know how to subscribe, and I always want to subscribe to Riley so that she'll know I love her, and I don't know how to do that. He's got to make an account, Sid. That seems like a commitment. What you do is just type in your email so for your sister. I want to know if you've ever done the things that you've pinned. Um, the only time where I find myself doing them, I rarely do them by myself. Um, maybe now that I can drive, I can drive myself to the store and pick up the things I need for them. Mm. But usually it's when I'm like with friends and like, mm. uh, mostly one of my, one of my best friends that sadly lives at her college now, but, um, we used to, whenever we would hang out, we would always find like two or three Pinterest things we wanted to do together. And then we would just go out and get the things and then do all those together all night and kind of just like sit and talk and not really be on our phones or anything and just like do the Pinterest things and you know, okay. stuff like that. 
I can I can dig that. That's yeah. not too dissimilar from what we're talking about. No, I mean it's kind of a way to like I mean disconnect from technology and make things and be crafty. Utilizing technology to show you things you can do to disconnect from technology. Yes. <laughs> that was so meta. <laughs> so meta. That was several steps removed. Uh, wow, sisters. I, we have there's there are more opportunities there are more crafting opportunities to discuss here but before we move forward hey Riley let's go check out what's happening in the group chat this week we have a very special message for Ellen from <laughs> Rachel Max Pablo Rebecca Corbin and Stephen that's a lot of friends there, all sorts Ellen. of friends you got hey Congratulations, Sydney. You wanna and, and also happy birthday. Yeah, also happy birthday. Because that's the happy birthday. That's the message, really. Congratulations on all your friends, and also happy <laughs> birthday. Can, Sydney, can you read like the message that her friends wrote? Yeah, for her? no, I'm actually gonna read the message. I'm just happy for that she has all these friends. I never had that big of a list of friends. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Alan. Thank you for being a wonderful friend and core member of Teen Compling. Since you are our go-to Buffy encyclopedia, we thought that you might enjoy hearing our favorite sister singing literally any song from the Buffy <laughs> musical. This they is wrote, great. They this is fantastic. Our, they wrote our favorite sister singular. Do you think they have a favorite? That's what I'm wondering. It does not specify. It says favorite sister. Oh. Who, who Who is that? Note, dear sisters, please sing any song from the Buffy musical. I think this is I, a typo. I think they like all of us. I think they like I, all I, of us, too. We should all sing to cover all bases. Um, That's fair. We should all be singing. I think I have a good idea for what song we should sing based <laughs> off of fear of copyright infringement uh-huh. and also um, uh, level of importance of, of the song in the show. I think I, I think I know where you're headed with this, Riley. I think it is not only the most important, it is the most important pivotal song. plot point song in the in the you know Buffy musical in episode, musical, Once More yes. With Feeling. Uh, it is also my favorite, personally. It's my favorite. Taylor, is it your favorite as well? Uh, I mean, second to the Spike one, but that's a given. Okay, so this is, this is Taylor's <laughs> second favorite, but definitely our it's favorite. It's 99% of people... Okay, 99.9% of people that have watched the Buffy Musical episode, this is their favorite song. The 0.1% is Taylor. Yes, sorry. Exactly. And, and let me just say, if you haven't seen Once More With Feeling, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode... Uh, one, what are you doing with your life? And Real. two, I think this will really capture the feel of the episode for you. Like mm-hmm. what, I think what it it's will. All about. It basically explains um, if you could come up with one song to explain the whole plot of all of Buffy. Yeah, all of every season in in one song. This would be it. This would be it. And it's a major spoiler too. So yeah. So, so yeah. Spoiler talking. alert. If you, <laughs> if you haven't listened to Buffy or seen Buffy, stop listening right now. <laughs> Are, are you are you are you ready, sister? I'm ready, sister. Yeah. This is for you, Ellen. Just Happy for birthday. you. Ready? All right. They got the mustard out. They got the mustard out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's Great the whole job. song. Great job. <laughs> Great job, guys. There you yeah, go. That was good. There it is. Happy birthday, Ellen. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry this happened on your birthday. <laughs> so you mentioned making things with your friends, Riley, yes. which, uh, you know, I think was kind of the the whole thing that we all used to enjoy doing with like a lot of these crafts. One uh-huh. of the things that I enjoyed doing with my friends was anything with puffy paint. 
<laughs> Especially like an item of clothing that I fully intended to put on my body <laughs> they, could be improved vastly with puffy pants. They, this is this is somewhat related. Uh, I have to tell the story. The only modern uh, experience I have had with puffy paint in recent years is when we had to paint a pair of shoes red for a musical theater production of Mary Poppins. So mom uh, gave, gave Justin this, this task. <laughs> well, you take this red puffy paint and paint this pair of white canvas shoes red. So he took the puffy paint, puffy paint, which, which if you aren't familiar, is three-dimensional paint. Like, it is not flat paint you can paint with something. It is three-dimensional. <laughs> it, it is not Paint intended. that exists in the third dimension. Yeah. <laughs> it is not intended for use to, like, cover, cover. large surfaces yeah. with paint. It is for, like, detail work, I would right. say. Right, like, like writing names or drawing. Things. Yes. Yeah. It's a liner. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. So Justin uh, takes <laughs> the, the puffy paint. <laughs> And paints all the the whole shoe with red puffy paint. Both of them. And it looked like, imagine, if you will, Dexter from the TV show Dexter wearing white canvas shoes as he murders someone and cuts up the body. Because it's like streaky. uh, And like chunky red. And it's always kind of remnants. Ah. And this, this, by the way, was for a children's like clown to wear. That sounds very apropos for a clown based on my opinion of clowns. And on the inside, <laughs> these shoes are made of meat. The inside was my favorite part. On the inside of the left shoe, Justin wrote, I am so, and on the left shoe, on the right shoe, he wrote, sorry. <laughs> so every time that clown put on his shoes, he could know that I'm the person so who painted them was very sorry for their appearance. Did, did that person then suffer an imprint of I'm so sorry on the bottom of their feet after every performance? The socks so. they wore in those shoes just permanently say I'm so sorry backwards. <laughs> um, which I guess is Justin's one of his other famous experiences with puffy paint because didn't he write I be stroking on your on your wall in puffy paint? It was glow in the dark puffy paint. Yes, he did. Oh, mm. It was puffy yeah. paint though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, pu- puffy rocking. paint was a big it, it, I mean, you definitely wanted to make shirts with puffy paint on them. And usually you were writing things on your shirts like best friends forever with like your names. Mm-hmm. Like I had lots of shirts like that. That was it. Or like uh, the we did those for the high school football team, like wrote our team name on them. And how cool are those shirts? Would you say on a scale of one to cool? <laughs> <laughs> I think one, one <laughs> uh, completely rad. Where does completely rad fall on the scale of one to cool? I think they were tubular. That's even lower, I think. I think that's like a negative number. They were bodacious. But hey. That's an imaginary number. You you guys like like cool seasonal things, right? Those are part of your Pinterest. That's what mom used to get us, the iron-on transfers. Seasonally based. You can make a Christmas sweatshirt. You can make a Halloween sweatshirt. fill in with puffy paint you know like that was cool seasonal stuff because and, and the thing you said sweatshirt and that's key to this it's, <laughs> it's not it's not enough to get 
puffy paint or an <laughs> iron-on transfer of like a pumpkin and a cat or whatever that you're gonna put on a sweatshirt, you need to get the lowest quality sweatshirt that you can find. Oh, I'm yeah. talking go to go to a store and buy them in bulk. What are the cheapest sweatshirts that you have that will not fit me? That will definitely be too big and I and will be kind of like blob shaped you know and just like drift out around me in like a cloud of sweatshirt at all times that's the best kind of sweatshirt but i this was also a thing that like i remember mom helping us make for our teachers as a present yeah so perhaps in one of the only times maybe in history that like it was a cool teacher gift and also a cool thing for you to wear like it was <laughs> either or twin with your teacher on the last day of school she could match your teacher <laughs> did mom do that for your teachers no too? That, that had gone away by yeah, then? Yeah, definitely okay. never. She <laughs> made, she did. She made so many of those sweatshirts for our teachers, like, uh, you know, holiday-themed sweatshirts. Yeah, mom would help me back organize. Back to school-themed, like, yeah. with little pencils and yeah. apples. Mom and they would always love them. Like, a basket of back-to-school supplies for my teachers. Uh, they they used to love these sweatshirts. Mom would make them. And then I, and I remember, like, going to school and seeing, like, my teacher wearing the sweatshirt that mom made him and thinking, like, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> My mom made that sweatshirt. And then you look down and you're like, oh, yeah. And we match. We're matching today. <laughs> Got our Friday pumpkin sweatshirts on. Halloween. They're right around the corner. <laughs> Guys, Halloween is right around the corner. That wasn't a joke. It really is. I, I know. You're very excited about it. You should get mom to make you one of those sweatshirts. I definitely will. That, do you, she, mom, she probably still has it. She had this giant book of iron-on transfers of oh, all yeah. the different seasons. And I remember going through it just like... I was so excited to be going through this book that you like what a else kid in a candy store. <laughs> it was very exciting the idea that we could make our own clothing and they'd be personalized just for you. <laughs> now, puffy paint didn't stop on shirts though. I mean, I also remember decorating shoes with puppy puffy paint, especially oh, yeah. puppy paint. Puppy paint. <laughs> don't paint. Your, hey guys, don't paint your puppies. Come on now. <laughs> We're not all about that here. What if there's puppy? Buffering. Do you think <laughs> there's paint puppy puppies. paint somewhere that's safe for puppies? I, I guarantee. Like you. to, like to make them look like other animals. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, just say, I have seen some dyed animals around New York City, some like blue or pink poodles. So like, I, there is you, something safe. What? What if you wanted to make like your white dog look like a zebra? Do you think there's puppy paint somewhere for that to put black stripes uh, on your white dog? I, I guarantee there is puppy paint to put black stripes on your white dog. Do you dog think there's puppy but paint somewhere to make your golden retriever look like a lion? You are, okay, you are talking about, you know that that is not something you could just do with paint. <laughs> that's why I'm saying you need puppy paint. Puppy paint. No, I don't know. I mean, like, you're going to need, like, you know, some paper mache or something oh, or perhaps some paper puppy prosthetics <laughs> yes exactly some prosthetics you're gonna need to make like some what like out of latex like some extra here's my latest business you know, suggestion oh no facial features <laughs> puppy pals puppy a whole pals? line of a whole line of products specifically for your puppy to make your puppy fit for halloween we're gonna i mean <laughs> We're going to have to work on the name. It doesn't say anything about being okay, spooky. Okay, come up no. with something else that sounds better for puppies and Halloween and spooky. It's a whole line of products to make your puppy... Spooky dogs. No, nope, uh, to look great. Spooky pups. Spooky pups. Spuppies. 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 It's fine. Wait, hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> so... Spoopy spuppies. Spoopy spuppies. Spoopy puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky goo. 
Spoopy-Doo! Oh, we're going to have to get an endorsement from Scooby-Doo, but Spoopy-Doo? Spoopy-Doo, a whole line of products for you and your pup to make your pup look the, the coolest pupper on the block on pupper on the block pupper. this Halloween. I love when I call my dog my pupper. <laughs> I don't have a dog, but if I did, I'd call it my pupper. You know, I, I don't know how I feel about animals in Halloween costumes, and it's only from anecdotal personal uh, experiences. Mom once sent me a Captain Jack Sparrow costume for my my Captain Jack, and I put this hat on him, and he just lowered his head to the ground and left it there. <laughs> that is I, that is exactly the same. We I don't remember why we got a tiny little top hat that we once <laughs> on cj our cat and she did the same thing she just like put her head down and i felt so bad i took it off like never mind like, I'm sorry i turned off the cat i turned off the cat i was just trying to make you fancy what did you do to this it's so bad she's so very sophisticated a sophisticate <laughs> that's all you need right you put if i wear a top hat you're sophisticated yeah, that's like, true like mr peanut yeah. i can't stop laughing because i'm just imagining cj in a top hat with a monocle and a mustache oh, we need a line of of spoopy doo for cats oh that's a whole other thing a creepy kitty uh no sounds scary that does sound scary well i mean they're halloween costumes but they're supposed to be spoopy doo themed <laughs> you know i i think this is just like wrong because you know what animals they get to be naked so let them be naked all that they want to be naked but they're still being naked you're just painting their naked bodies <laughs> okay <laughs> that's weird it's weird now hey everybody it's weird let's talk about something different so back to <laughs> puffy painting my kids <laughs> Can we go back to that? Um, uh, you know, similar, and getting away from that topic, uh, bedazzling. Hmm? Yes, bedazzling. Yeah, that had, was big. We had many bedazzled, which of course was applying plastic jewels to your clothing, in case you're not clear on bedazzling. But but it did like grommet them in there, like it, it like attached them to the fabric. It was basically just like a stapler for ugly jewels. <laughs> And you can put them all over. The, I mean, definitely denim was where you wanted to go with most of your bedazzling. Like your jean jackets. Right. Your your jean jackets, your jean vests, uh, perhaps your jeans, like along the your pockets. Your jean scrunchies, the, these like were, we've discussed. These were basically like those, what are those fancy jeans that have all the rhinestone or fake gems on them? You're looking at me like I would know. Yeah, like the jeans with all the glittery stuff on the butt, on the pockets. Uh, <laughs> miss me, miss Min, me, I mean, that's me. a very, Miss Me is a very popular brand of jeans. I don't know. The ones that have all the glitter on the butt. I don't wear jeans that have glitter on the butt. I just wear jeans to get the job done. There, I, there are <laughs> jeans. <laughs> so the one person out there that's just shouting the name of the proper company at the I computer, think it, I, think I salute you. <laughs> I think they're Miss Me. They're the ones with all the sparkles on them. We were ahead of our time back in the 90s because we were already doing that with cheap plastic jewels and a bedazzler. In our own creative patterns. Except, okay, now were you making them into like sporadic little like silver patterns on like uh, as seen on the butts of Miss Me wearers? Or were you making them into like flowers and rainbows? <laughs> Either or. You know, 
a little bit of column A, a little bit you of know, column B. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a, a true story. There was a, a lady. Uh, this was a while ago at my bar wearing a denim jacket that had like little grommets and rhinestones, and I, I joked and was like, "That looks bedazzled. That's great." And she said, "No, I got a vintage bedazzler." And I, I didn't know how to respond. I just asked for her ID again. She was like, what? <laughs> you got to... Are they vintage? I don't know. And I just felt so old. Am I vintage now? <laughs> You're so vintage. Vintage Wait. smurls. Is that a thing? You're so vintage. Wait, is is a bedazzler a vintage so item now? Vintage. Is, is, is that a thing you call people? You're so last year. You're so vintage. Oh. Wait, is it, a, is it an insult? Oh, is it a bad thing? I don't know. I've never heard that before. I just made that up and talked in a voice like I knew what I was talking about. So oh, maybe it seemed cool. You're trying to make vintage a thing now. Stop trying to make vintage happen, Cindy. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen now. Only, let's say it as a positive. That is so vintage. Except I, that's I like agree. the exact thing that Regina George called that girl's skirt in Mean Girls. When she was like, oh my God, I love your skirt. Where'd you get it? And she was like, oh my God, it was my mom's back from the 90s. And she was like, oh my God, so vintage. And then she was like, that is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Let's take, you know, when something seems bad, Turn it around and find and something. Find something good. There you go. That's what Daniel Tiger says. Let's make vintage a good thing. <laughs> uh, well, I think it is a good. This girl definitely was super proud of her vintage bedazzler, and that's great. I'm, I'm this probably this young lady was somewhat younger than me, so if that's a thing that's cool again, great, wonderful. Uh, hey. <laughs> it was just very strange for me. <laughs> I am all for bringing back the bedazzler because <laughs> the culmination of the bedazzler was when you took one of those little like denim like newsboyish type caps whatever those <laughs> caps were called you know those, those yep. kind of like yeah they have a little short bill and they're kind of roundish uh and then you put it uh, the bedazzled jewels all over it mm-hmm yep i want to bring that back do it sydney wear I'm one wear that. <laughs> wear that wear one at, at our candlelight show please i need one so that i can be just like stephanie tanner in I think didn't she wear something similar to that when she did the Motown Phillies um, talent show? You're both looking at me like <laughs> I'm insane person. On Full House, Stephanie Tanner competed in the talent show and they danced in Motown Philly, and I think she was wearing a bedazzled hat. Was it a denim newsboy cap? No, it wasn't denim. Then why black, is that like what you're like talking a, about? No, but it was Sydney. like a cool bedazzled hat, and she did the coolest dance ever to Motown Philly, and I wanted to. Can be, you reenact a slight bit of it for I, me, please? No, I, of course I can't. I can't dance, Sydney. No one can see us. It's just like a little like arm motion. Like oh, this kind of thing. oh my god! Anyway, it, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I wish mm, all but, of you could have seen that. <laughs> well, you, you had one of those, to be fair, Riley. Had what? One of those hats. Yeah, well, do you remember there was a family photo taken that I'm, I'm sure I'll mention this and mom will find it in brown velvet newsboy hat. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It was all three oh, of us. In brown velvet. Yes, I'd we did. About that. And yeah. very cool stripy shirts. Uh-huh. Except I would like to say, um, is this the picture that we had taken in like the front of the Walmart? It we was definitely like, like a photo studio. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's not what I was talking about. That's beside the point. I was like three. Like I was not old enough to make my own decisions. You all were uh, teenagers. You you were in a play. You were a musical. When you were in Susical the Musical, when you were younger, you that was wore... not a newsboy cap. That was like a little like like a poofy like go go hat. 
You know, no, that, that was yeah, a newsboy it hat. Was, it was a modified newsboy cap. No, because it wasn't like it, all the bill it. wasn't continued off of the off of the top. There was a definite difference between the bill and the top. I still have it. <laughs> Charlie has worn it before. I I think we're arguing semantics. Um, yeah. But yes, I did have a hat for for play. I did not wear it for fun. It was for a play <laughs> that was covered in rhinestones. Well, gems. Yeah. Not right. Fake plastic gems. Yeah. Big ones. Not like bedazzled. No, because like a million different colors. I mean, because that was the key to this. Like, I think when we're talking about like Miss Me Jeans and things like that, it's like a bunch of little like fake crystally looking things. I'm assuming they're fake. I don't know. Like, are they real? They look like almost like sequins. Is that why people pay so much for them? I don't think they're real crystals. <laughs> are they cubic zirconia? Are, are they, are they swor- swor-offs? Swor-off? Swor-vosky? Don't, don't even try. Don't. <laughs> I don't know. I know that those are a type of crystal. They cost one the- million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just do an Austin Powers reference? <laughs> yes. Man, I thought we were dated. Yeah, really. That's so vintage. <laughs> I try to be vintage. Well, Riley, one thing that I've always been kind of blown away with in, in your generation and, and, and you personally as well, uh, you're, as far as things that, I don't know, I guess are collectibles, like craft items, you're just straight up makeup collection is insane is that a is that a thing these days because we never had good makeup ours was like wet and wild yep. <laughs> like, yeah bonnie bell yeah uh, smackers lip smackers yeah i would say makeup collection is a big thing i mean i have so much so much makeup um but yeah all my friends definitely have extensive makeup collections and we like to compare S- same with like uh, nail polish not really not really no I that mean, the only a, time my friends, honestly, the only time I or my friends ever get their nails done uh, is for, like, homecoming or prom. Yeah. We usually <laughs> don't have our nails done. I mean, maybe, like, painted a solid color. Mm-hmm. But that'd be it. Hmm. There, um, I, I wasn't a big collector. You were more of a collector, Tay. Uh, well, yeah, my, collector, my collections were... We're not necessarily normal teen, teen things, though. I was I was in the nerdy collector squadron, you know. Squadron. But, yes, the well, of nerdy collectors. Now you did collect those little glass animals. We've talked about Broken. that. We don't need we don't need to revisit that. <laughs> uh, one thing that I paralleled today, I collected Pokemon cards, and nowadays your Pokemon are all digitalized. It seems like yeah, we collect little digitalized Pokemon. <laughs> For a while there, uh, I it's really sad with school starting. All of my friends and I have not played Pokemon Go since summer because we haven't had time to go anywhere and look for Pokemon. We've all mm-hmm. just been at home doing homework and then like sleeping because we're so exhausted from doing homework. But during <laughs> the summer, uh, also we're teenagers, like we sleep a lot. But uh, during yes, the summer, we would just like text each other, be like, yo, I got a Pikachu. Yo, there's a Charmander down by Ritter Park Fountain. What? So, <laughs> that's interesting to me. So Pokemon Go has been popular among your age group. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't have guessed because it is something that like you have to go out into the world and interact with the environment. Right. And and see, this is probably my fault that I just assumed you guys kind of like to hide in your rooms with your phones. No, no. I like to do that much more. Okay. <laughs> but, but, it, but it is something that teens are doing. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, really, I haven't done it since like august beginning of august but um i miss it see and, b- and back in our day as tay said you either collected pokemon like just on cards yeah like with pictures mm-hmm. of pokemon like paper like, pa- like paper <laughs> like like paper <laughs> yeah uh, wait, 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 yeah 
Like, uh, are you trying to make paper cool? Pa- papers. I, I mean, trying what? to make paper happen, Taylor. It's never going to happen. The, the digital can go away in 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 a heartbeat. Paper is for somewhat longer. <laughs> uh, but we also, you know, back in our day, collected Beanie Babies. So, oh man, we were not so much into the Beanie Babies, but man, that was a thing. I think everybody had that one friend that was just so much better at the at collecting Beanie Babies, and then they just gave up. I know I did. Oh. I had that one friend that was like, "You just why even try? Because I will never get there." Yeah. Uh, this is not a teen thing because I quit doing this, and this quit being popular among my age group. Uh, I'd say about beginning of middle school for me. But Webkins, I used to collect Webkins, which are also little stuffed animals like crazy i remember that and the webkins if you're not familiar were little stuffed animals that you had to buy at the store but then they came with a little code that you could enter on the webkins website so that you could have your own digital version of that animal that you bought and you could name it and take care of it play games with it and stuff i thought i had the biggest webkins collection but like taylor said i had that one friend that you can look on your friend's accounts and see how many different webkins they have because you can get several and they would have like 56 webcams <laughs> and these things i don't know why they cost so much these things used to cost 20 dollars a piece it's so like i go to the store and be like mom can i get some webcams so i can catch up with with sally down the street she has like 50 webcams now and i only have 12 riley that's like a hundred dollars if you want to buy five webcams <laughs> we're not going to spend a hundred dollars on webcams today but now i went to the store and you can buy them for a dollar but that's always the thing with collectibles, right? Is like they know kids are going to want all of them. Yeah. They know you're going to. And they keep- came out with like seasonal ones. Like at Valentine's Day, you could get this little frog that was pink and had red hearts on it. But you could only buy it around Valentine's Day. You know what's interesting is that what they basically did was merge the the uh, two fads of Beanie Babies and Tamagotchis. Oh, Tamagotchis. And made them one. <laughs> into one. So that you could get the actual physical object. Yeah, and then you it, you could go online and have a digital life with said object. Now, did you ever see a Tamagotchi, Riley? I had a Tamagotchi. How did you have a Tamagotchi? My first experience with a Tamagotchi, actually, that I can remember at least, was visiting Taylor in New York. We went to the gigantic Toys R Us in New York with the Ferris wheel inside and everything. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't know why, but one of the things I got as like what like a four year old <laughs> was a Tamagotchi. <laughs> And it died. Uh, I mean, we drove yeah. in the car. We drove in the car on that they trip, all died. and it died before we got home. No, they they, they starved to death, or they they died surrounded by their own refuse, which is they poop a lot. <laughs> so okay, if you were not familiar with Tamagotchis, they were these little like keychain digital. It was like teaching you guilt and shame. They're these little keychain digital pet things, and like you turn them on, and you really just had like they only had like two or three buttons, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you you could like I, I don't even know you could feed it and you could like clean, clean it and clean that it. was it yeah and yeah. reset it maybe yeah and that and that was really all you did with it and it hatched out of the egg and it would grow into a bigger form and like you would want to if you didn't feed it it would starve to death that's really sad and yeah. if you didn't clean it often enough then it really would it would die surrounded in little teeny piles digital piles yeah. of poop yeah it was it was very mm-hmm. sad it was very stressful. Do you see, like last year, I think it was, at some sort of big awards show, there were a lot of celebrities that had Tamagotchis clipped to their dresses. No. And I think Katy Perry was one that had a Tamagotchi clipped to her dress. And some guy, I forget, this- Nick Jonas maybe, or something like that, had one clipped to like his suit pocket. Their back? Was it- 
I mean, I don't, I don't think they're back. I just noticed, like, in pictures, people were talking about, why do they, all these people have Tamagotchis clipped to their outfits? I, you can look it up. It was a thing. I don't know if it was, like, the Grammys last year or the, <laughs> the, uh, the Oscars. I don't know. Was it, like, a fashionable, like, retro, uh, like, just object? Well, like, I, oh, I Tamagotchi. Was, I don't know if it was that or if, like, because there were definitely pictures of them playing on their Tamagotchis seated in the theater where this award show was taking place. So I know like, they knew they were going to get bored. So they clipped the Tamagotchi to their that outfit. That was not a great way to spend a lot of time, though. Because, like, you would feed the Tamagotchi and it would be clean. And then you wouldn't do anything with it, really. There are updated Tamagotchis. Oh. That are the same exact shape and size and everything. But I think there's, like, a few extra buttons. You can, like, play little games with them or something. like, Or, like, dress them or grow but them or something. Yeah. Like, well, they would evolve. They would become other little, like like bit figures that looked vaguely like a thing i always got really excited picking up my tamagotchi because after i got that one in new york i would always like go to walmart and they would always have like one little column of like eight tamagotchis that you could pick from (laughs) um and i would always get really excited looking at the full fully grown one because that was basically what we were picking between was like the color of the egg and then the full-grown figure and i was really excited looking at the full-grown figure like oh my god it's gonna look like a little bunny and then it would never get to that shape. It, I uh, I have a, there's a picture of me. And our, the funny thing is I look at this picture and I remember thinking in this picture, I am the coolest person on earth right now. So I thought I was very cool. Like I have a very clear memory. It is, we went to the beach one year and uh, it was when our uncle Michael was a lifeguard there. Mm-hmm. And so he's there with one of his other lifeguard buddies, you know, all lifeguarded out, all bay watched out. Right. And I am standing there and I'm like, probably around your age, Riley. Hmm. And I'm in, I remember this was like a plaid bikini that I thought was... I feel like we've talked about this before. I think I told you guys this on vacation. The coolest bikini I ever thought I owned. And I am. I have clipped, I have these little sweatshirts on, and I've clipped to my shorts my Tamagotchi. Like it is <laughs> hanging off of my shorts. I'm out on the beach having this like cool like... I'm with the lifeguards. I'm in my cool bikini. I am such a teenager. I got my sunglasses on. I got my Tamagotchi. Clipped on to my, my shorts. shorts so cool. I, I can't let the little fellow die. But he oh, did man. anyways. They always died. Yeah, so, something, I guess, kind of the same uh, time span. And also something that you were supposed to like grow and develop, but ultimately it just got confusing and, and like guilt-ridden was uh, a Furby. Yeah, you had a Furby. I did, uh, and you were supposed. It was supposed to like develop language skills and the ability to like play games with you. But I, I never got there with mine. It would just scare me more than anything. Like but, wake yeah. me up in the middle of the night with weird sounds. Well, it was scary. It had big eyes. It was furry and a beak. And yeah. I didn't like any of that. Uh, yeah. I don't know about you all, but I never liked Furbies. I received at least two or three Furbies. <laughs> in my life um <laughs> as gifts from like like a christmas present when i was little like as a toy or like a birthday present and like they i never liked them ever like it was never like a thing where at first i was kind of like this is fun it was always like this is terrifying why does anyone like this i want to burn this immediately so what we're saying is if you want to send riley a furby <laughs> please <laughs> inundate her with furbies i remember the ones now have glowing eyes Okay. You know how scary that no. is to just look up in your room in the middle of the night when it's all dark and just see a pair of glowing eyes. And then it talks in like furbish or it's whatever. It's like, Milo, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, be boom. I remember mine ended up at a sleepover getting like Coke spilled on it. And after, as as soon as it got wet, it just made a like an 
sound forever until we like had to decommission and take the batteries out. Just like even so became You were waiting for like the gremlin to crawl out of it, like you got it wet. <laughs> Don't feed babies after midnight. <laughs> I hated babies. <laughs> so any any other Riley before we wrap up any other teen any other teen things hobbies that we missed today we don't do a lot nowadays <laughs> you guys just watch Netflix we do I guess that could be a hobby I don't know like I don't, we all I don't think you can claim I mean, watching okay. TV I'm not is saying a new it's hobby a, I'm not saying it's a hobby we kind of um, sync up our Netflix watching like mm-hmm. have you started this show on Netflix yet. My question is always, have you watched Friends on Netflix yet? Mm-hmm. If not, I'll start it with you. We can start watching season one at the same time, and then I will see where you go from there, and we can discuss it. Oh, it's like a book club. It's a Netflix Both club. Both friends. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, thank you at least for explaining to me how Pinterest works. It's well, a very <laughs> extensive explanation, and I hope if you already know how Pinterest works, you use that little 15-second skip-ahead button to skip ahead about two minutes, because <laughs> Sydney... <laughs> It was I, taking Sydney a little bit. I really have problems understanding Pinterest I'll and its you. function, and I can't see myself. I, it's like a vision board, right? Yeah. Yes. With with <laughs> tutorials and explanations. <laughs> my vision board for my what did you say now for summer when I or for spring when I'm organizing my home? Yes. <laughs> I'm leaving now. <laughs> you are seriously, Riley. Someday, the best grandma. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, sisters, for joining us. Congratulations again, Riley, mm-hmm. for passing your driver's test. And Taylor, Woo-hoo! someday I hope you learn how to drive again. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I got a bike. Um, thank you for listening to our show, all of you wonderful listeners out there. Thank you for uh, tweeting at us at Still Buff and for joining our Facebook group, Still Buffering, on Facebook. We will let you in if you're not a robot. And if you're nice, we have one rule. Be nice. And that's be nice. It's uh, a pretty easy rule. Yeah, it's a super easy, guys. And um, if you are not nice, we will kick you out. Believe <laughs> us. We have. We will. Uh, so just be nice. That's it. Uh, thank you to Maximum Fun for letting us be a part of your wonderful network of podcasts. Uh, MaximumFun.org. Check out so many other great shows there. Um, if you like, If you would like to email us, uh, still buffering at maximumfun.org. Let us know your thoughts, comments, questions, topics you'd like us to discuss. And if you want to do a jumbotron, um, like the one you just heard us do beautifully. Exactly. We don't always sing. Uh, Sometimes if you ask us to, we will. We will. We will. Uh, you can go to maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron. Yeah. And, uh, and we will do that for you as well. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was too. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> everyone there are still a few tickets remaining for the london podcast festival september 22nd through 26th we've just announced a dazzling new addition to the bullseye lineup 
Sharon Horgan, creator and star of the hit shows Pulling and Catastrophe, as well as a new show, Divorce, which launches soon on HBO. Comedian Josie Long, Veep creator Armando Iannucci, and musician Romare round out the Bullseye lineup, but the fun doesn't stop there, friends. International Waters and Judge John Hodgman tickets are still available, too. Do not sleep on this. Feast your eyes on the juicy full lineup and grab your tickets right now at MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.